Tuesday Business with Quinovic, providing a better rental experience for all. Call 0800 Quinovic. It's time for business with New Zealand Herald's business editor, Hamish Rutterford. Good morning, H. Good morning, Nick. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm missing you in the office, but we're holding out without you. First of all, we're in day eight of this protest at Parliament. How's the business community feeling? What's what's happening down there with the business? Uh, well, a lot of the businesses are, are simply shut, and the ones around the protests are clearly feeling quite intimidated. The business people I've been talking to are sort of probably in a, in a in the same place as a lot of people that they would like the protests to just move on to roll up. They've had their say. They've said what they have to say. Some of it's been quite colourful. But, you know, how, how do you go about that? But, you know, a lot of people I'm talking to, you know, I don't think anyone wants to exactly jump up and down and say it publicly, but they would like the police to intervene. Yeah, I'd like it to end peacefully. You know, I'd like them to, they've got a victory, they've got their say, they've had their word, they've big numbers, they've lasted the summer, lasted the, sorry, the storm. Just pack up, clean up and uh, trottle on. But that's another story. Tomatoes are more expensive. Tomatoes, and they're not alone. Food prices are up 2.7% in January, their largest increase in five years. What's happening, H? Well, when you look at a particular fruit or vegetable, they can always jump around, and they do, and there's been some commentary out in the day, last day or so that perhaps tomato prices were particularly low in January, so it makes it sort of feel like they've risen a lot more than what they really have. The fact is food is up about... 5.9% on a year ago, and that's exactly the same as the rate of inflation. So it's just, you know, there's, there's higher input costs. There's, I'm sure there's always weather factors that, that cause shortages, but it's just sort of a, you know, an, an overall sign that inflation is affecting every part of, of, of the economy. And you look at last week, the government announced that the minimum wage is going up another 6%, and it all just sort of Inflation just starts to carry itself along that everyone has to start adjusting and prices just sort of move up all by themselves. Hamish, hey, are you a supermarket shopper? Are you the one in your family that goes to the, or you take turns? But do you spend a bit of time in a supermarket? I, no, I, I certainly do. I, I probably, my, my wife does a lot of the online supermarket shopping, but I'm the one that actually fronts up to the store most time. Do you, I mean, I'm going to ask this question because the Prime Minister of Australia got himself into trouble when he didn't know what the price of a loaf of bread is or a two litre of milk was and a, and a litre of petrol was. If I asked you those questions, would you know how to answer them? Yeah, look, I wouldn't. I'd, be, I'd, I'd simply be guessing. And I think it's a bit of a, a cheap political trap. I thought so too. And the Prime Minister of New Zealand also got asked about this yesterday, came out with a very cute line about how she buys cherry tomatoes for her daughter. Look, the fact is, I, I, I don't. I do instinctively sort of sense that the overall bill feels like it's going up compared to what, what it was a year or so ago, but particular items, I'd, I'd just be guessing from week to week. And I think it's sometimes a bit of a, you know, a bit cruel on politicians. They're very busy people. They have to remember a lot of things. You know, are they, are they really meant to closely follow the price of a bottle of milk? I, you know, I, I think it's just a sort of a, a tactic to catch people out. But, um, yeah, it happens from time to time. So when you shop, are you one of those people that sees a nice tomato and thought, oh, that would look good on my avocado, I'm going to pick that up and not look at the price, rather than look at the price and see that it... You say, I bought some chicken the other day at the supermarket because it's the chicken that I used. Didn't realise until I got home it had a big yellow sticker on it. It was used by date, was already gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I do look out at the prices, but um, you know, trying to recall 
particular ones, it's um, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't. So, but from time to time, you do look at, you pick up stuff and then see a you know a particularly high price on it and put it back. But no, I don't, <laughs> I don't follow it. Super yeah. Remind me when you come back into the, the into the office to tell you a story about a pair of shoes that I bought, but that I can't <laughs> say that on air. Now let's talk about uh, the, uh, what's happening with the Wellington housing market because. I've, I'm going to let you know that I've just personally put mine off for a couple. I've got a bit of work to do in my house. I'm putting it off. I just can't. I, I just, just I can't take the risk that it's going to cost so much. Sure. Well, there's a, there's a few things going on in the housing market now at a national level. So the, what's happened is the Real Estate Institute of New Zealand has put out its monthly property report, and it tells us how long it's taking houses to sell and how many of them are available and what's happening to prices. Now nationwide, it was. The, the slowest January since the global financial crisis, and that's a sign of the market just seizing up. That can be a lot of things. It could be down to COVID, people busy looking forward to a to a, to a nice summer, new credit laws, but it's really seized up. Now, that's not actually what's happened in Wellington. Uh, now, Wellington, the amount of houses that were available for sale uh, are up 9% on what they were a year ago. But prices, according to the, into, according to the index, have fallen in two of the last three months. Now, Wellington's prices are still, according to Reams, 14% higher than what they were a year ago. But over the last two or three months, the prices have really started to soften. And and so it, it, it's all of the signs are pointing to a housing market that it, it seems to be slowing very suddenly at the moment. It could, of course, roar away into life again. It, did, it has after other lockdowns, but that's what's happening at the moment. So you actually believe the prices are starting to get softer, come down? Well, I mean, when you think about what the housing market is, it's thousands of sales, and you know, from time to time, you'll you always hear about the sales where houses go for hundreds of thousands above what the owners expected. You don't necessarily hear about the ones that go below what are expected, and from that, you draw an average. And it seems like the the overall prices are starting to fall. So, it's it's it there's clearly a softening in the market. How whether that'll be sustained? These do happen from time to time. The house price index has fallen two months in a row. Previously, it went up for 18 months in a row, month after month after month. So it could just be a blip, but right now, the housing market has slowed down and everyone's watching, I think, very closely wondering, you know, does it continue to go off from here? You know, perhaps the government tweaks the uh, credit laws again and things uh, get going again. Perhaps first-time buyers are having to really cut their cloth to convince banks that they're still worth lending to. So no one's quite sure if this is going to be, you know, sustained for the rest of the year. But right now, the market is softened. Thanks, Hamish. Appreciate you always coming on the show. That's uh, Wellington Business Editor Hamish Rutherford. Your inside word on all things business in the capital. Tuesday Business with Quinovic. Better systems, better reporting, better call. Quinovic. 0800 Quinovic.